Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and we have got a very special show going on tonight. We've got Harrison on the board as usual, as well as we have one of Nebraska's greatest running backs at the University of Nebraska football history, a 12-season NFL legend, a very successful esports coach, and now serves as a professor at UNL, the one and only Amon Green. Hey, thank you. Nice introduction. <laughs> I like yeah. the intro. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on tonight. Yeah, no problem. I'm, I got you're not you're probably the fifth student on campus since spring where I've done something either show or podcast. Like, so I was like, yeah, no yeah. problem. I like answering questions. Popular man. Well, quick <laughs> shout out to Layton's Pub for always giving us the best food. We've got a good collection of food here tonight. What did you get, Acres, your John Deere. Oh, the classic, mozzarella sub. That's a mm-hmm. classic. You can never go wrong with Layton's Pub. I got wings as usual because they are one of my favorites. And, Oman, what did you get? I got the B-A-L-T, the bacon avocado. Lettuce and tomato, no lettuce. Okay, why no <laughs> lettuce? Like, I feel like that's a key I, I, factor of it. Oh, no, it's like... Uh, the most of the restaurants they use the iceberg lettuce, and I'm not a big fan of it. It's just like no nutrients in it. I'm very once we get down the health aisle, I learned from my mom and my older sister that uh, some vegetables have zero nutrients in it, and lettuce, iceberg lettuce, is one of them. It's very low on the like vitamin and the mineral. Uh, gauge or whatever meter that's a bummer for me like yeah. gets me by <laughs> it's cheap too yeah i mean so there's nothing in it which is good so right. you're not gaining them but you're not losing it you know you're not like paying the cost of you know having high cholesterol and <laughs> you know running around in your body so mm-hmm. so no. you're pretty focused on like what you eat oh 100 i'm at the eight i mean once i got done it started when i got done playing ball oh so, wow yeah i was done in 09 and i mulled around the house harassed my wife and kids by Trying to turn them into, you know, highly function mm-hmm. <laughs> people. You know, get eight hours of sleep, drink a hundred ounces of water every day, and you know, do whatever you do at the highest ability. You know, that was that was coming from you know me being out of you know football, and the coaching was already there. I didn't know it yet, but it was there. You know, teaching mm-hmm. them stuff. So, um, and and just something I do. It's like my routine. You know, my routine every day: wake up, work out, eat breakfast get my day started mm-hmm. so so a lot of people do know who you are but mm-hmm. some don't so tell us a little bit about your backstory give it if you could do it in like two sentences what would you tell someone oh man <laughs> you, got <laughs> up. you got a lot i, I got plenty yeah you tr- you're right about that i tell people hey you know you don't have to say everything because <laughs> there's a lot there um what do you value is the most important part of your life i say the most important one is my family you know from the brothers and sisters and cousins and nieces and nephews i grew up with grandfather and grandmother that are gone but you know they taught me a lot when they were here um my parents as well they're gone but you know they taught me a ton and my current family my wife and my kids now um those are probably that and then my i say just um being somebody able to be able to do things that i really wanted to do as a career and i wanted to be a football player i wanted to be an athlete a professional athlete since i was eight or nine years old and comp you know i was able to do that um the other sport was football was bat baseball i was i love baseball my dad even thought i was better at baseball than football uh we all didn't get to find out though um but i i played it in high school i played it in little league and um had fun at it i was a lefty too so it was 
I was a problem to most pitchers. Um, and then, of course, with my speed, I could steal a lot of bases to help the team out on, uh, you know, getting runs in, stuff like that. But I say those two, you know, in, you know, instances where, you know, now I'm coaching esports, um, and it's a passion, just like football and baseball, basketball, traditional sports was a passion. Now I'm in that same area, and uh, like you, like you said before we went on air, you know, telling, you know, advice, giving advice to any young athlete, any college athlete, high school. Um, elementary school athlete out there or just student in general you know make sure you the job you you're looking to do that you love it mm-hmm. yes you'll get up early for it you stay out late for it you know you'll be you know doesn't matter how you feel you'll get the job done you'll do that job and that's where I, I've been at for a long time and I learned that when I was playing or even before I got into the NFL, you know, playing here and playing in high school, like I love sports in general. So if it wasn't football, it was going to be baseball. And uh, I wish I could have did both like 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 a guy we just, you know, played against, uh, Dion, you know, uh, <laughs> and Carl, he did both, you know, Bo Jackson, he did both. And I thought that was pretty cool you know, because, you know, having that ability and to learn and unlearn things real fast is a part of being a multi-sport athlete and a multi-sport, I say a multi-gamer or a multi-game gamer or multi-sport gamer, however I can phrase that, <laughs> for gamers that play more than one game. Because that's one of my first questions I ask a recruit. It's like, how many games do you play? Or what other games do you play mm-hmm. other than um, the one I'm recruiting you for, Rocket League or Overwatch or uh, League of Legends? And they say Madden, they say 2K, Street Fighter. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Because, I mean, just like a traditional, a regular, you know, traditional sport athlete, if you play baseball, you got some, you know, if you're a pitcher or you're out, well, everybody throws the ball in baseball. But then the hand-eye coordination is there because everybody, too, has to hit the ball and bat, you know, pick it up and try to swing. And if you have that, you know, you got that under your belt. Or if you're a basketball player or a wrestler, it's like, I know what I'm dealing with. And I'm like, I like that. Okay, <laughs> we could do this with you. We could do that with you. So That's crazy. Did you ever think you'd be coaching esports? Uh, honestly, nope. Um, I say it was. I say within the last – seven years yeah i didn't know where mm-hmm. before that no idea i thought i'd be coaching college football or professional football um obviously running backs coach or maybe offensive coordinator or something but up until 2016 that's when i knew after 2016 that's when i was like i could probably i don't know where i'm going to be coaching esports or doing something in the esports space mm-hmm. but i knew i wanted to be if i was not coaching i was going to probably be shout casting talking about the games, you know, commentating just like anybody you see with all the sports going on, with all football starting up, but sports in general being that play-by-play commentary for league or for Rocket League or for Call of Duty or Madden or 2K or something like that. That's crazy. How many hours a week do you think you spend, like, gaming, like you playing games on your own time? Easy, probably. I say bare minimum eight. Really? Bare minimum eight. I say probably double that in a week double or maybe triple like if it's a week where like they, thank god i mean i'm teaching and coaching because <laughs> it would be into a lot of hours it'll be double it'd be like 50 probably 40 50 hours if i wasn't teaching and coaching because it's because i get into the game you know and it's just that comp it's the competition and i said this a long time ago um i was talking at an event and i was like it's the comp i've realized and that right before i started talking at the panel i'm like it's the competition because mm-hmm. in football you know, baseball, basketball, you have that competition element because you're trying to beat the person next to you. You know, even if it's your best friend, you're like, just I'm gonna get you. You know, if y'all, I don't beat you right mm-hmm. now, I'm gonna get you later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're friends, you're gonna just go back and forth. Um, and so that's what I used to do with my you know, friends and teammates when I was in little league and 
friends and teammates and uh once i got to high school at omaha north and central just it was fun you know because mm-hmm. i got to know them we got closer and between friends you know or brothers or sisters or cousins you know people you know it's something you could just do every time and have a good time and not i got to a level with competition where between it was awesome to be a part of um i never took it to where i took it personal mm-hmm. like for that person you know i was like yeah i beat you but then I'm teaching them what they didn't know or, you know, what they missed or, you know, they might get mad at me, but I'm like, why, why are you mad? And because I, I mean, we beat each other a couple of times, you know, so it's like not having that personal side of it because you could learn from winning. You can learn from losing. You can learn obviously a lot more from losing. So you seem very competitive. I don't know if I'd ever want to like play a game with you. My wife, yeah. My <laughs> wife, yeah. I get, I'll go it like, but it's a quiet, it's a quiet competitiveness. Mm. That's almost scarier. You know, yeah, yeah. see the veins and it's dead. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like cerebral about it. Mm-hmm. And, and then she, like my wife, she'll say, she, she, she said the same thing you just said. I'm hyper. I'm super, which I am. I'm super competitive. But like I said, I don't trash talk you. I do it. I, like I said, I, I'm like that ninja. It's just, I come up like, <laughs> they were like, oh my God, he's just, he's just not letting up. Um, it was a funny uh, time. We were at home before we were moved now out of Wisconsin. So we're here. We're based out of here and Houston now. But at the Wisconsin house years ago, we were playing. You know, this is after me being you know, playing, done playing ball. And we had family up. We had some of her family, some of my family in town. And we're playing the game Spoons. I know everybody's oh heard of Spoons, <laughs> yeah. right? And you know how that game goes. It's mm-hmm. basically musical chairs with, with the spoons or whatever item you put down on the, in the middle of the table. And it got down to two spoons. And, hey, I'm not saying, like, I'm not, you know, I can't. I, I say this. Sometimes I don't know my own strength or my <laughs> own uh, reaction to things. Yeah. So it was down to two spoons. It's like my wife is on my right side. Her cousin is on my left side, and she's like, and I'm lefty too, so she's on my left. So I'm gonna reach for some. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go boom, and so when I reach, she reaches for the same spoon. And between my, I say my arm. She like, I don't know if I hit her or she ran into my arm, but she like bounced <laughs> yes. off. I was like, she was like, what? If, why did you do that? I'm like, I didn't do nothing but reach. I mean, I may put a little shoulder into it, but I reached. And I'm like, oh my god. And then everybody's cracking up like. We're not playing spoons with you anymore. <laughs> I would never want to play any game with you. Uh, Do you follow the rules? I yeah, feel like you no, hundred percent. Like I am not a rule breaker. No, a bit. no, I am not. I like fairness. Okay. Because that when that's one thing as a kid. I remember I was probably like six or seven years old, and I came in the house one day, and I grew, I grew up in Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. Crenshaw area, a neighborhood called Lamert Park. I come in mad. Um, I'm trying to think, was it from school? I can't remember from school or just playing with my friends outside. I come in there, I'm not happy. And my dad's like, What's wrong with you, boy? I'm like, They cheating. I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't like when dude people cheat me. Da, 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 da. So it was like that. And my dad was like, Oh, okay. He likes to play you like to play fair. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, if I lose, I lose, but don't cheat me. Mm-hmm. They was like, Who was cheating? I was like, These guys, kids playing kickball, you know, at the school. Da, 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 da. I did not like it. So like I don't like you gonna win. You know, if you beat me, you beat me. But if you like, mm-hmm. you know, doing anything beyond the rules, oh, mm, you better hope you don't play me again. That's <laughs> You're scaring me. Yeah, a you know, bit. just don't play me again because within the rules, I'm gonna do everything but humanly possible. Especially playing football. You know, it was a physical sport, so I'm like, no problem. I'm just gonna, mm-hmm. you know, check that. In the, in the, all right, check that down. Cheater. <laughs> I'm sure you ran into some people that were like, "Hey, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna have to cheat, you know, <laughs> to get to get past Amon Green." Uh, 
Because uh, at what age? I mean, you kind of talked about you always wanted to be an athlete, but you know, what age was that like becoming real? Where you could really see your talent level compared to everyone else. Because uh, a lot of kids have that dream. Obviously, there's a realism point. Oh man, where I really was aware of it, but I was very humble about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't talk about myself. Um, but it was probably when I got back here. Um, my first year back was summer 1991, and um, mom, dad decided to move back. I thought it was the end of the world. <laughs> Coming from California back to Nebraska, I was like, I don't, I don't know anybody here. She's like, you got brothers, you got a sister, you got family, you got, you know, a whole bunch of sisters, brother. Oh, okay, but um, no, I um, you know, come back and I didn't play high school football right away. I got this is the only time where I got a little intimidated. My brother, my older brother Jerry, took me to the North South All Star Game down here in the stadium mm-hmm. in, that summer, and I was a smart kid. You know, even though you know I play football, but I'm smart. So yeah. I saw you got like an academic award yeah. in high school. Oh yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, like I said, they don't they try to discount athletes now, especially football players, especially mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, like they, you know we dumb jocks and stuff. Like, nah, bro, I'm rolling with a three two, maybe higher. Passing my test, got a scholarship. What's up? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I go to the game, and I see Tony Veland warming up. I'm like, that's my brother. I was like, who's that? He said, oh, that's Tony Veland. He, uh, he's going here to Nebraska now. He just accepted. You know, he got a scholarship and everything. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what position he play? Because I'm looking, like, he's pretty big. Uh, he's, uh, I looked at the, his stats on the, the, the program. It said six foot two ten. I'm like, dang. I said, like, what position? He's like, quarterback. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm a freshman, you know, going into a freshman. So I was an eighth grader, you know, now going into a freshman. I'm like, he's a quarterback? Oh my God, he is huge. Mm-hmm. Then I see a lineman. I can't remember the lineman who I saw, but I was like, and who was that? That's like, a, that's the offensive lineman. He's like a tackle guard. I'm like, oh. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh my God. And like, I didn't I say, I got to add this to source. So earlier in that week before we came to the game on Saturday, I'm checked. I did orient, freshman orientation at the high school, and the head football coach finds out about me. Knows my dad, very good. He went to Tech. His name was David Green, great athlete. My brothers, Nikki and Jerry Paul, both play running back. Mom, good athlete too. So they just know they got They might have a gym here. And so he's like, he comes up to me like during lunch, during lunchtime in the cafeteria, and kind of talks to me. And I'm a, you know, I'm quiet. I know who he is, and I'm like, and he's like, so you're gonna, you know, I want, we want you on the varsity team. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, you know, you know, even though Clinton's going to be the starter, Clinton Childs was there. So he was a senior. I'm a freshman. I'm like, I knew that, but I wasn't. So I'm like, but they can actually put me in. I'm like, what's going on? I'm only 150. I'm doing numbers here in my head. <laughs> and, he's, and I saw Clinton, and Clinton was probably like 220, easy. I'm like, okay. All right, I'll chalk, I'll chalk that out. All right, they want me to play varsity. I'm wait, 150. Check. All right. So we go to now, fast forward to this all-star game. You know, I've seen Tony Villain. He's 210, six foot. See this lineman. He's like 6'3", 250 something, 260 something. You're still 150 at the time? Yeah. Still okay. one. This is only five <laughs> days later now. So in my head, I'm like doing numbers. I'm like, this is not, I'm maybe 5'6 at this time, oh maybe 5'7. I'm 150 pounds. Yeah, I'm 13. I haven't sprouted yet. Nothing, you know. So I was like, all right, we come from the game, we go home. And I'm like, Dad. Can you call the head coach for the high school and tell him I'm not going to play varsity? <laughs> this is the only, this is the first time probably in my life I asked him to do something like that because I was always up for the challenge. You know, it never 
But I was like, this don't add up because I always played with kids my weight. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always a weight class in California, 130, mm-hmm. 125. I'm going to end up. And so I was like, I got to, like I said, I'm not, I know my numbers. I'm 150, 210 quarterback, 265 lineman. That means the D linemen are the same weight. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he does. He, he's all right. I'll, he kind of laughs. He's like, ah. All right, I'll call him. I'll call him on Monday. So he does. So I ended up playing for um, the North Omaha, uh, North Omaha Boys Club Bears. So we had kids all the same age. And it was like during that. So during that tryout, that's when that it kind of hit me. Because we're doing drills that are now banned. You know, all the Oklahoma drills and all that. And my brother was one of our, you know, he was the running back coach. So that's how I found out about the team. But that moment, like you said, you had like your question. You asked me, like, what? What was that time? So it was around that time because I was 13 and I'm running these drills. And to me, it was like, for one, easy because they weren't tackling me. You know, I was hitting them hard. I mean, I was knocking literally snot bubbles out of kids in these drills. <laughs> and my brother, he's like kind of laughing on the side, but he's not, you know, showing that he's laughing. But I could see him laughing. And then he's like, he's like talking to me. He's like, uh, I'm like, bro, what are you laughing about? He said nothing. I said, then I asked him, well, cause I'm like, because I'm not, like I said, ignoring his laugh. I'm like, why does it seem like these kids are in slow motion? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's what I asked him. I was like, I mean, I'm just, like, mm-hmm. totally naive. I'm not. Yeah, you're pretty innocent at 13. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, these kids are, like, seem like they're in slow, seriously slow motion. Mm-hmm. He said, bro, you've been in Los Angeles, California for 10 years playing with kids that, are outside every day, very competitive in nature, in every sport. So football, baseball, basketball, everything you did out there, these and you're in, you know, maybe better coaching too along with that. So that's why you're like walking past these kids and they can't catch you or they can't tackle you because you you played with competitive kids. And then like years later, as an adult, I thought about it and I kind of did some research on like some of my teammates from my little league teams in California. Mm-hmm. I had kids that went to the NBA, Major League Baseball, <laughs> Olympic <laughs> athletes that I pl- I played against when I was in little league football and little league baseball. You know, so I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I just didn't realize where I was at, and I was this was my new normal. My new normal, our frame of reference. I'll say not new normal. Frame of reference was like they are not where i'm at right now i'm like whoa but i was like all right i gotta be mm-hmm. teammates with these kids and maybe get them on my level teach them that's where my team my teamwork and my brain starts you know working for that because i'm like all right if we're gonna be on the same team i would like make sure they're on the same page as me in terms of what we gotta have to do together stuff like that so that was like that's when it, the, the flip um the switch flipped on me for me at that time that's so crazy yep. i love that Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to cut it to break. And this is Speed and Power.